All right, here we are. Another episode of Seven Minutes Max. I am very excited, very, very excited actually to welcome Jude Gold of Jefferson Starship to the show, to the podcast. How are you, buddy? I am good, man. Thanks for having me, Mark. I really appreciate it. I have one quick question for you. What is the weather like tomorrow morning? Tomorrow morning? With you or with me? You're ahead of us, right? Isn't it morning there? Yeah, it is. It's nice and sunny, but it's cold at the moment. But I'm, you know, as you know, I'm in Sydney, but it's, it's, um, it's cold, man. It's cold here, but you're hot over there in the States. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I live in LA kind of near the coast, so I get those breezes, man. You got to get those cool breezes, man. Totally, man. There you Sorry. go. Everything's going to be a song today. I can see it. So buddy, uh, Jefferson Starship obviously is with Golden Robot, which is very exciting. We've got an yeah. EP, you know, maybe an album, we'll call it, because there's quite a few songs on there. But yeah. you've been with Jefferson for about eight years, but you've done things with JGB, which is most of the members of the Jerry Garcia band, Billy Sheehan. So you've played with some incredible people over the years. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I've done a lot of playing and touring and traveling and recording and DJs and funk music and blues music and pretty much everything. I've one time I played a guitar solo on a two live crew record back in 92. I love that band. Uh, so yeah, I, I love all this different, you know, putting all that stuff into one, yeah, one not, set of fingers. <laughs> it's not bad seeing you're only 29 years old. Oh, you are so generous. <laughs> Flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> okay, buddy. So seven minutes max, I'm gonna ask you seven quest questions in seven minutes. And um, we will rock and roll now. You ready, my friend? I'll put the stopwatch on. Oh, okay. What if I go over? Is there a penalty? It's all right, mate. I like you. So you can go over a little bit. All right, thanks. Unless That's... you go over, the screen just goes black. You know that it's not, it's not working. <laughs> Trap door opens. Gone. Gone. Down. Down. End. All right. You ready? I think so. All right. Here we go, buddy. Thank you, Jude. Am I going to win something? Yeah, you will. My affection. All right. All right. Let's go. What has been your greatest rock and roll regret? I don't know if this is, huh? Well, I don't know if this is a rock and roll reg regret, but you know, I have a podcast where I interview famous musicians and I was very lucky in JGB to play with Joel Smith, one of the most famous gospel bass players and drummers. And he became a friend and I recorded with him so much. And, and he suddenly, I found out two years ago that he had cancer. And this is a really, this is a sad topic to start with, but it's a real true regret that really hits my heart that I didn't keep in touch with him that much because he yeah. lives five hours away up in yeah. San Francisco. And you just think about these things and it's like all of a sudden, boom. So all, you know, the message is the same. Keep your friends close and call them regularly, man. I didn't, and I wanted to have him on my show and do a whole episode yeah. with him. And I love the guy so much, and suddenly he was gone. That that one really hurt. Okay. So well, call your people you love. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. No, I respect that, man. I respect that. That's a that's a that's a that's a decent rock and roll regret. I I, I respect that. Absolutely. All right. That's, that's the first one that comes to mind. Okay. All right. Fair. <laughs> That'll cool. be a long list. All right. Let's take it in another direction. Question two. You're walking along the street of LA. It was nighttime, and there's nobody around and there was $1 million cash in a suitcase and it was just sitting there, what would you do? Ooh, well, okay. Let's, I mean, let's take off the table that the fact that maybe if you grab it, you might get killed, right? Cause then, then I take wouldn't grab it. You're not gonna get killed, I, I not promise. Not gonna get killed. You. 
but let's let's add the fact that maybe somebody left it there. Are you saying like morally, what would I do? Let me tell you a story that I'll never forget that my dad did when he found a wallet with $2,200 in it in about 1990. Yeah. And he put a little ad in the newspaper because there was no Craigslist back then. And some guy was traveling on from another country and was so thankful and he came and he picked up the wallet and gave my dad $300. I thought that was pretty damn cool. That's cool. So then you get a clear conscience and you got 300 bucks. Okay. But what would I spend it on if suddenly I won the lottery in them? That's a whole other story. No, if you if so, what we're hearing is if you found a million dollars on the side of the road, you're telling me that obviously you wouldn't put an ad in the paper, but you'd hand it in. I, I would do that if I felt like somebody was really, yeah, if it belonged to somebody and if somebody else's property, because, you know, and I, I'm not trying to be like my dad, like, oh, what a saint, but I never, I never forgot that, that moment nice. where he did that and he got 300 bucks back. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So now we know what you do. All right. We know that you're of high moral fiber. A lot, a lot higher than some of the other people I've had on here that would keep it. <laughs> but, I mean, imagine if you found all that money and the whole time you thought it was somebody else's or your whole life. You know that you're going to face St. Peter one day at the pearly gates and you're going to have to explain for that shit. Fair enough, my man. Fair enough, my man. All right. Love it. Question three. If you could be anyone else for a day, who would that person be? And would it change if you were the same person for a week? I don't... I don't know. If, oh, for, oh, okay. Would it change? Well, first of all, I mean, I'm a guitar player, so I would I would want to be one of my first two guitar heroes, which would either be Nile Rodgers, who did all the funk tunes yep. when I first started playing. The reason I play a Stratocaster is because I heard, oh, freak out. I mean, I loved every, and then he did so many hits. He did David Bowie, Sheik, like all the yep. hits. Yeah, from 1980s and everything it was Nile Rodgers, and it's like that would be incredible to me. But I also would like to be the first concert I ever saw. I'd like to be in ACDC and be Malcolm Young. I interviewed okay. Malcolm Young once, and you know, talking about two of my favorite heroes, obviously Aussies. I interviewed Malcolm and Angus on a 90-minute conference call nice. when I was writing about them for Guitar Player magazine, and I just remember what Malcolm said: how much. He loves to stand in the back while Angus is running around. I mean, I would love to be Angus too. Yeah. And he just puts one, he told me he put one foot next to the drum riser and he just locks in with the drummer and he'll just be like, oh, like what's a good one? Like maybe Problem Child. Right. I mean, he owns this chord. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> okay, so I like that. So we had Malcolm, uh, Malcolm, or, Malcolm or Angus. Malcolm Orangus and, and definitely Nile Rogers. Rogers. Love it. Brilliant, mate. Love it, love it, love it. All right. Question four. Question four. If you could go back in time and see any band, who would it be? And just, just, and where would it be? And just before you say that, the best thing about the band you're in now is they have such an amazing um, yeah. uh, pedigree. And I've picked up a, a, a Jefferson Starship eight track for my Camaro and my Trans Am. How that cool is, is that so that I've got a, you're in a band that's got an eight track? That is so winning. Wait, so first of all, you have a Camaro. Is it an old Camaro? I've got a 71 Camaro and I've got a few Trans Ams that are in the 70s. Yeah, I love American muscle cars. Man, I'm having serious car envy. So we'll talk about well, yeah, that. Yeah, I kind of I, I kind of have gone back in time with this band. So yeah. <laughs> more well, true. This band is a, it is really fun to have a go back in time to some of the psychedelic stuff. I think 
that you know growing up in berkeley california where the psych psychedelic era was just like when i was a kid it was just 10 years behind me really yeah. i would love to be able to go back and see Jimi hendrix play berkeley or something or go back to monterey you know what's incredible is talking to david freiberg in jefferson starship yeah he was at monterey on the side of the stage, right behind the PA, like you know how you've been to shows, you're sitting there, the audience is out here and you're on the side and Jimi Hendrix was like 10 feet from him setting his guitar on fire in that famous photo with the lighter fluid. Really? Yeah, I would like to go back in time and hang out with David Freiberg and watch Jimi Hendrix at Monterey. Yeah, that's so cool, man. I love that. That's super cool. That's the coolest. Real quick though, I, I would also love to go back in time to Greenwich Village before Jimmy became Jimi Hendrix and he was kind of playing bar gigs and yep. little club gigs before he went to England and got famous. I'd love to see him back in the beginning before he was, you know, a full-on rock star and just see the genesis. I thought you were going to give me a Jimi Hendrix leak thing. Oh, well, of course. I mean, I only have seven minutes here. Well, you're, you're smashing that. You're already over that. But I'm enjoying the story. So we're going, all right, question five. Let's keep moving. Question five. This would be an interesting one for you because you're a nice guy. So which of your idols can be music, can be other than music. Which of your idols have you met and which one was particularly awesome and which one was a nightmare, a bit of a wanker that you didn't get impressed by? Gosh, those are both really difficult questions. I mean... Working for Guitar Player Magazine and having interviewed people for 20 years, I have been lucky enough to meet a lot of my personal mm. idols. And most all of them have been really nice people, you know, like, because uh, I think, I believe you have to be kind of nice to succeed in the music business, or it's just, it's a real hindrance if you're a jerk, man. Nobody yeah. wants yeah. to work with a jerk. It's hard enough sometimes, especially if you're long hours in a van and all the stuff and rehearsals and egos, you know. So who have you met that you liked? So really? I was gonna say that pretty much, pretty much, man, I don't wouldn't know where to begin. One of my heroes is Nile Rogers, I mentioned, I interviewed him at his office in New York and he was so nice. And then this is before selfies, this is like 2006. Yeah. And he was so busy, cause he has this whole foundation and he was in his three piece suit and he played guitar for me and everything. I had a little guitar with me and then he had to get back to work. And then I said, can we get a picture together? And then there, we did, there, this was before the selfie era. We spent 10 minutes walking around this building, finding somebody who would take our picture. Yeah, I love it. But that was so nice of him. And uh, there's been countless Steve Stevens from Billy Idol, another oh, hero of mine, went over to his house. And I realized, I think I went over my time. Like, I think like I went like, an hour and 45 yeah. minutes interviewing yeah. him. And I think that him and Josie were ready to, for the, but he was so cool, so nice. Um, nice guy, right guy. Who is a jerk? You know, one time I was playing with, uh, this is, I would never, I can't say anyone was a jerk, but I tell you, I thought, I thought somebody might be a jerk and they proved me otherwise. Yeah. Which was, we were playing with, I was playing with Miguel Miggs, the great DJ and his punk band. And it was a big event for Oracle, the company. Yeah. So they had Billy Joel playing, they had Stevie Nicks, they had Lenny Kravitz, and we were playing on stage right after Lenny Kravitz. It was really cool. We weren't headlining, he was really the headliner, but yeah. we, we played clean up after yeah. him. Yeah. And it was awesome. And then 
We're in the parking lot leaving in the van in the back of the Cow Palace, San Francisco, and there is Stevie Nicks getting into her van. And she's got a couple people, you know, with her handlers. As you did. And our singer, Lisa Shaw, it's like, oh my God, that's Stevie Nicks. I gotta go talk. I'm like, no, don't run out there and just bombard. Like, and she literally got, I thought maybe Stevie, for some reason, I thought she would not be cool or. Yeah. Lisa gets out of the van and runs up to her and they have like a five minute wonderful oh, that's conversation. Cool. That's cool. I was so happy. So that's as close as I, so I, she I was like that. I, I thought, oh no, you got to put some stick on Stevie Nicks. I'm so glad you didn't. <laughs> oh, because I mean, I'm the biggest Fleetwood Mac fan, and that, and that was just a really wonderful memory. And I'm sure that Lisa Shaw is so happy. And when I say I'm a Fleetwood Mac fan, obviously Lindsey Buckingham, the guitar oh. player, one of my favorites of and all now, time. And um, uh, now Neil Finn is in the band from Crowded House. Yeah. Which is, oh. which is cool. All right, yes. so let me keep moving, right? Because you're smashing the seven minutes. All right, tell me about your favorite fast food experience. Um, I just, I think the best meal I ever had one time was I was walking around Paris, France with a friend, yeah, two friends, and he was taking us on this long tour and it was January 2nd of like 2008 or something. Yeah, yeah. And it was freezing and we walked around forever and it was like a Sunday morning and everything was closed, but it was beautiful and our, you know, it's guitar players and knuckles and we ended up at this alleyway where it was all those greek gyro places yeah yeah, yeah. Gyros, yeah yeah and um i mean that's kind of fast food because you pay like yeah, it is. and it comes out like two minutes later and it was so hot and and the spicy and and just the the exotic flavor and everything it was the i think that was the best thing i ever had it was like i don't know if that's fast food or not but that no, that's moment, perfect yeah, that, gyro in France in, in, in New Year's Day the next day. That's awesome. I love that. <sighs> All right. All right. Last question. You're doing, well, no, you're doing absolutely shocking. Yeah, you're terrible. I, I you know, I, you're I, at about 12 minutes, but I love you. So it's all good. All right. I have a future with seven minute podcasts. All right. Last question. What is your greatest love? Greatest love? Yeah. I mean, I hate to be so predictable, but music. Okay. You can be Actually, yeah, absolutely. Like music. I mean, people talk about these things like how cool it would be able to fly, how cool it would be able to time travel. I am. I kind of think that you can do both those things with music on a good night. Yeah, no, I like it doesn't that. Even have to, it doesn't even have to be on a big stage in front of a big crowd. You could be sitting on your couch, and you come up with some beautiful thing. It just soothes your soul. Yeah. yeah. Or you learn something new, or you stumble on something, or you just start coming together or or it could be on stage where everything is right and you know and uh where you just you feel like you're soaring and have you, you been on like stage and there's a whole crowd of people and you just feel in touch with all those people yeah and you're hitting something and it's like there i can't explain it but it's almost like there's a feeling of something bigger coming through you mm. where you're just kind of the conduit i mean that yeah. sounds kind of pretentious and everything but it could happen to anyone, whether you've been playing guitar two weeks or two decades. Yeah. You can get into these lucky moments where this power is coming from you, where you hit one note and it just everything is right with the universe and and it heals you inside. Yeah. And I don't know if that maybe that drives me or other musicians, like maybe we're like kind of anxious and the music calms us down, like yeah. as old Bill Shakespeare said. 
music hath charms to calm the savage beast. Did he say that? Somebody said that. Sounds, sounds good to me. <laughs> so I love that, man. I, I, I love that. I love the way you explained it. And the good news is, is that's your seven minutes in, that's your seven questions in seven minutes. Well, it's actually your seven, it's actually your seven questions in 14 minutes, but we love you and we love Jefferson oh. Starship. So there's no problem. So Jude, thank you, my man. Thank you for being part of it today. I really appreciate it. I love a little bit of an insight into your um into your mind. I love the way that you think, and I really appreciate you being on the podcast today. Oh man, gosh, thank you. What an honor. Thanks for the nice words and really a lot of fun, and I appreciate it. And that's a little preview of our new record, folks. Coming out on Gold Robot Records soon. Thanks, buddy. Golden Robot Worldwide. That's it, man. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Thanks, dude. Bye, buddy. Cheers. Bye. Hi, Mike.